Hello, beautiful people. I hope all is well. I hope all is well. Welcome back to another episode of The Single Season, hosted by me, Allison Wellington. I am so glad that you guys have decided to tune in because this is going to be super informative and hopefully might even save a life or two. So I do have an amazing guest. Her name is Shamir, and we are going to be talking about making sure that we are keeping safe in the dating process in the dating pool, as well as when to introduce friends and family to a potential new boo. So Shamir, thank you so much for being a guest today. Thank you. Yes, thank you yes. for having me. I'm excited. Of course. So <laughs> I know that we were talking before the show and you had some questions around staying safe yes. in the dating pool. So can you tell us a little bit about why that's your concern? Well, I mean, I'm sure we all have seen all the stories on the news and on social media about women being attacked on dates or just the people that they have been in relationships with. Um, I try to do as much as I can to stay as safe as I can. I go to public places. I drive myself. But I feel like maybe there's a little bit more that I should be doing just to make sure I'm staying safe. Understood. Understood. So you're already right on the money. You're already doing some of the things that I highly recommend. So number one, driving yourself to dates. That is key. I highly recommend that should be the first one, two, three dates mm -hmm. until you feel more confident about the person that you're dating, that you're getting to know. So you're already doing that correctly. Number two, I would investigate, research, Google the places that you'll be attending especially for that first date. Mm -hmm. So if they say, oh, you know, I would love to take you to this mo movie theater. I'd love to take you out to this museum. I'd love to take you to this restaurant. I want you to go ahead and Google that place, check out the neighborhood, look at how many lights are on the street. I want to see what the parking arrangement's like. I don't like those big concrete fixtures. Like if they have a parking lot that is attached to the venue, that's ideal because you want to make sure that it's not only that you're arriving there safely, that when you're on your way back to your car, that nothing happens that you don't want to happen. Mm -hmm. So I highly recommend that. Do your research in Google. If it's a place that you don't like, it's a neighborhood that's not desirable, you don't like the parking, you don't like the lighting, you can very kindly say, hey, I know that you mentioned to me that you love Thai food. There's a brand new Thai place. It's so beautiful. I think that we should go here. Here's the Addy. What do you think? Mm -hmm. Right? And then many times they're going to roll with it because they're not thinking she Googled the location and the parking was not well lit. You know what I mean? Like, right. who's thinking all that? Mm -hmm. oh, oh, she's listening. She right. knows I like Thai. Thai is actually cheaper than Italian. Let's go. Mm -hmm. Right? And then now you're feeling a little bit more confident. I would also highly recommend that we're having more conversations on the phone, via FaceTime, whatever it is, before that first date. Because I think what happens many times is that people are looking to see if there's that connection. Do we have the spark? Mm -hmm. They're looking to see, does this gentleman look like the way that he presented on an app? Or it was kind of dark when we met in that club, that bar, we was drinking <laughs> a little bit, maybe, you know, right? And so we kind of rush to the date. And a lot of times those red flags or those concerning feelings, that gut feeling that you have can be um, found before that first date. Mm -hmm. If we elongate the talking before that first date, we get to see what's around them. If we're on FaceTime, the condition of their home, potentially mm -hmm. who they live with. Right. If you're hearing voices in the back that are a woman, who the hell is that? You said you live by yourself. Now you got a wife in the back. You got a baby crying. Right. Who's the baby? Mm -hmm. Right. So that's going to give us some insight as well. So, again, keep doing what you're doing in regards to driving yourself. Investigate locations. Go on Google Maps. See what it looks like. Um, suggest another place. If you feel like that place is looking a little wanky, get on the phone. Maybe a good two weeks 
beforehand to get to know that to get to know that person. I'd also highly recommend maybe not giving out your phone number, your direct number just yet, because some people may have access to platforms. They can Google your number, mm -hmm. they have your name, and then now they have more information that you're ready to provide, right? right. So, and then maybe you can do like a, a Google Voice, you pay for the subscription so that they don't know that you don't trust them yet, right? right. When they call in, it just rings. And then what I would do is, though, this is important because you don't want to hold on to this fake number too long. Mm -hmm. What if date number one goes well and it's like, damn, he has this fake number. So what I would do is once it's gone well and you want a date number two, you're going to say, hey, James, I really enjoyed the time that we spent together. You know, I'm sure you can imagine as a woman, sometimes it feels a little uncomfortable going out with someone who was once a stranger. We're no longer a stranger now, we're flirting, right? right. Who was once a stranger. Um, so I want to give you my primary phone number and I'll text it to you. Is that okay? Yeah. Not going to say fake number. We're not going to say Google Voice. I want to give you my primary phone number. Okay. And then you offer it that way. Once you feel like, okay, I feel safe enough to go out with this gentleman again and I don't have my guards up. So those are the things I would put in place. Also, sharing your location. Share your location with a trusted friend so that everyone or the person you choose knows where you are. Okay. And then, you know, you just have more chance of just feeling safer. Mm -hmm. Now, realistically, can you still get some happen? Yes, but you'll feel more confident and then your mind won't be wondering on, is he a killer? Right. And it'll be focused on, <laughs> I'm listening to him, I'm engaging in conversation, I'm being bubbly, I'm smiling, I'm warm, I'm not scared. Because mm -hmm. I can come across in your presentation. You don't want that to dampen right. your dating experience with this gentleman. Right. Yeah? Yeah. Makes sense. I don't want to come. Yeah. You know, you don't, you want to be on the date. You want to be yourself. You want to be laughing and giggling. You don't want to have to also, you know, just look like a deer in headlights. Like, I'm not really sure if I'm conveying the right energy yes. or, you know, because sometimes it can get a little scary once you're on the date with them and then you start to see things and you're like, all right, it's about that time. It's that. Absolutely. And if you feel uncomfortable or unsafe, uh, especially I'm, I'm talking to my Southern girls now, you are not obligated to finish out that date. You are not obligated to finish out that date. Don't think that you have to stick it out. You have to sit through the meal. You know, if there is something that's making you extremely uneasy, you need to get up, excuse yourself. I'm going to go powder my nose and you run and haul ass to your car yes. and you pull off. You are not obligated. Um, again, this would have to be something that's extreme. I'm not talking about you know, maybe he said something about politics that you didn't really like too much. Maybe he's a little more misogynistic than you would mm. like. Okay, you can be kind. But I'm talking about if you really feel unsafe, haul ass. Yeah. Get out of there. You're not obligated to finish out a date with anybody. You don't owe them anything in that regard. Reasonable? Yes, okay. reasonable. So I know you are also concerned about the introduction of family. Mm -hmm. When do you introduce someone to friends, mm -hmm. which is usually like the lowest level, yeah. um, family members, parents, mm -hmm. your children, their children, and all that good stuff. Can you tell us a little bit about your background? Were you previously married, your children, so on and so forth? Yes, so I am divorced. Um, I have four children, and they're in every single age group, 23, 14, 9, and 2. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's very important to me that they don't have to meet everyone that I date because I don't want that to happen for them. I don't want to share that. I don't want to share my children unless it's someone that I know we're going to have, a, you know, we have the connection and there's longevity involved. So I'm concerned about that. Mm -hmm. Um, and you just don't want to have anyone, just any and everyone in your house. Yes. Um, so, you know, I'm concerned about that. Like, when is a good time? Because I find that, um, I've been dating and some of these men, they've, 
want me to meet their family, their children, everybody right away, and I'm feeling, I feel overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. I'm like, is it me? Is Am I being cold? Because mm-hmm. I'm not ready. I think that we need more time together. We need to talk a little bit more, share a little bit more, because I don't want a bunch of different people knowing me, and I don't know if I'm staying in the picture. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So how fast are these gentlemen, like the last guy, how fast was it from you connecting with him on the phone mm-hmm. to the first date to introduction of children? Um, or his attempt to, anyway. So I want to say we were talking on the phone for about 10 days or two weeks, maybe, mm-hmm. um, only because there was a little bit of distance between us. He lived about 90 minutes away from me, which I was a little leery about that, too. But it worked. Um and his children were older than mine, so he was fine with it with whenever I was going to be fine with it. And I was just like, I think, you know, we should wait. I'm like, shouldn't we be dating? I say three to six months, mm-hmm. but I'm getting different viewpoints. Mm-hmm. Some people are saying that's too long, that three months is too soon, anything before. So I'm kind of stuck trying to figure out what's too soon or, you know, am I waiting too long because... By six months, you kind of have a feel for someone and you have emotions for them. But what if they meet your children or you meet their children and they're like, oh, no, and you're like, oh, no. So now you got to worry about getting rid of the feelings you had because you built it up for six months. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So I don't know. No, I mean, that's a legitimate (laughs) concern. What you're saying is absolutely legitimate and the timeline is crucial. So I'll say first for the gentleman Mm -hmm. to kind of explain away their behavior. Just like your intro question was about safety, mm-hmm. they don't have those concerns. They're not worried about walking through a parking lot late at night. They're not putting their keys through their fingers just in case they have to slash somebody. They don't have those kinds of concerns. So the root of your concerns in regards to introduction to children is their safety, their emotional safety and their mm-hmm. physical safety. They don't have those concerns. Right. They're just Mm -hmm. they're not moms. Right. And they'll never be moms. So they're never going to have that experience. So that's why you'll get it where they're willing to introduce them, their children to you, because what you're going to do, they're not going to do anything to their kids. That's not their concern. So that's why they're so quick to do it. I don't want you to think that they are um, being irresponsible. It's just their perception. Their experience in life is that they're not in danger, especially from women. Okay, so they're not being unreasonable, unreasonable based on their own experience. Now, let's talk about you and your experience. You are a woman. You have to care for yourself. Mm -hmm. You are a mother. By default, you are a nurturer. So -hmm. you have to be more concerned. What is a reasonable timeline? So let's start with this. My recommendation is that your children should not be meeting your boyfriend. What does that mean? You cannot be introducing your children to a man that you have already committed to. It is too late. You have passed the time. Because exactly what you said, what if he meets the children and you can expect some level of awkwardness because mm-hmm. maybe they wish that you stuck with dad, you right. wish the dad did differently, they are afraid that your attention will be divided, whatever it is, they have legitimate concerns. So I'm not talking about awkwardness, I'm talking about oil and water, Right. like they absolutely don't get along. And so if this is your man, mm-hmm. it's safe to say that you are falling in love with this guy. Mm-hmm. And so are you ending things? Are you ignoring the children's concerns? That puts you in a very tight position that's unfair to you right. and also unfair to this guy. Mm-hmm. So a child or children should not be meeting your boyfriend, okay? okay? Your child, your children should not be meeting a guy that you are dating casually either. Right. So what I would say, we can't put a timeline necessarily. Mm-hmm. I would put an, an emotion line on it. Okay. So the emotional timeline should look like, 
I'm going to introduce my children to this gentleman when I care for him. Okay. I am not in love. We are not committed, but I care about him. I want what's best for him more than you would the average Joe that you see on the street. Okay. I want what's best for him. I see a future together, even though we have not solidified things just yet. So it's the step before when he says, hey, girl, stop playing when you want to get off those apps. Well, I've been thinking about that, and I think it's important that we meet each other's children before we take that next step. So it's right before the commitment. We cannot wait until the commitment. And I'll tell you that what I advise my clients is that we should be in a committed relationship within six months. Mm -hmm. So that six-month mark for me is too late. Okay. Because if we meet and we are having conversations or connecting or communicating every day, mm -hmm. and then let's say two weeks and we're going on our first date and we go out once a week, if things are tight once every two weeks, we're talking about 12 dates. Mm -hmm. We're talking about daily communication. Within six months, mm -hmm. both parties should decide whether or not we want to commit to each other. So six months would be too late. Okay. Again, I don't want to put a time on it. I want to put an emotion on it. Mm -hmm. When you say, I care about this guy, if he were to ask me to be his girlfriend, his woman, his partner, I would say yes. And I have an inclination that he's about to ask. He says things... Um, he wants to introduce me to his mom. Mm -hmm. The children part, eh, they think the kids are going to forget. He, you know, he's he's asking when's the next time that, you know, I'm going to come over for mom's this event, the cookout, the, the plates, whatever it is. We're definitely going in that direction. I can anticipate that any day now he's going to say to me, look, you need to stop playing with me, girl. <laughs> you need to be my woman. <laughs> this is the time to introduce okay. before he's your man, because we cannot wait until that point And then it's. You're introducing me to your boyfriend with no consideration, if I'm the child, mm -hmm. with no consideration of how I might feel about it. Right. Does daddy know? All, yeah, that's right? a so, lot of questions. <laughs> right before that step. Because you do want to see how they interact with your children mm -hmm. because that may be a deciding factor in whether or not you continue to see him. Yes, And how sure. he just functions with children. Mm -hmm. How does he deal in uncomfortable situations? There might be a son Mm -hmm. smelling himself, 14, and wants to know what are your intentions with my mom? Mm -hmm. How does he behave? How does he function in those kind of awkward situations? What's his answer right. when your daughter says, what's your intentions with my mom? Or my daddy actually does it better than that. You know, little slick comments here mm -hmm. or there that she, he or she might say. How does he deal? Because this guy will potentially be a stepfather right. if things go well. Right. So you need to be able to see how he functions with the children. So again, on an emotional timeline, I care. And if he were to ask me to be his woman, I would say yes. Now it's time to meet the kids and see how well or unwell they mesh. Right. Right? Yeah. Now, what are the conversations that you're having with your children? They're not meeting the guys, but what's their understanding of you in your dating process? Um, they kind of wanted me to date. They're like, you need to get out, expand your horizons. Okay. Um, my oldest, she's 23. So, of course, she knows more than her siblings. Um, and she's just like, Mom, I want you to be happy. You deserve the love that you give. Mm -hmm. My son, he's like, I just want you to be happy and safe. He's like, I'm with whatever you're with. My nine-year-old, she's always like, yes, queen, yes. So she's my little fan club. My two-year-old, she doesn't really know what's of going course. on, but if she knows emotion, she knows happy, mad, angry. So if she sees me happy, she's going to be like, mom, you happy? I'm so happy. Mm -hmm. That's her answer. So, mm -hmm. I mean, they're rooting for me. They want yeah. me to be happy. They, um... They do know that I prefer to be settled down, which is why I've, you know, been married, had long-term relationships. So they're like, we just want you to be happy. Mm -hmm. And we, you know. And what is the ex saying in regards to your dating process? Is he seeing someone? Is he supportive of it? Is he a hater? What's going on? 
um, he's a hater, but you know, we don't, I try to stay away from that topic. Mm -hmm. You know, um, once we, I let it be known and it's out there that that's what I'm doing, you know, this is what you can expect. And as long as you're, you're dating and whoever they, I mean, if you ever want us to meet and it's a respectful thing, then I think that that's what adults do. Yep. So, so that's my next piece of advice that you didn't ask for, mm -hmm. that there is a clear understanding of the expectations before you start dating anyone seriously. So what does that look like? If he's someone who, who can have a reasonable conversation, and I hope so, mm -hmm. it's going to be, hey, we're both dating. Let's talk about what we think is a reasonable timeline for our children to be date to be meeting the people that we're dating. When you establish that before the guy comes into your life, it's going to make things oh so much easier. Mm -hmm. Versus, well, it's only been three months and you're seeing this guy and we never just... So let's talk... I'm not, let's say, I'm not dating anyone mm -hmm. at all right now. Whether or not that's true, that's a different story. Yeah. Hey, I'm not dating anyone right now, so I think this is a great opportunity for us to carve out what this looks like as we move forward in our life because we both deserve mm -hmm. love and da-da-da. So let's talk about what what's ideal for you. What is a good timeline for you? What are your thoughts, right? Get that information now because, uh, like you said, the hater, right, mm -hmm. is going to be as soon as you're happy. Now it's, uh, well, six months is too fast. One year is too fast. Uh-uh-uh. On October 17th, we discussed, right? right? So you tell me, what do you think is an appropriate timeline? Okay, well, I'm thinking such and such. Can we meet in the middle? Cool. All right, and then what do you think about um, us meeting someone that we're dating? Would you prefer if you meet him before the children? What does that look like for you? And when you position it like that, it's like as if he has choice, which he does, you would take right. it into consideration. Mm -hmm. We're going to take it into consideration because he does have a right, just like you have a right and a voice. So it's going to be... You know, like, what's your vision? Empower them. Make them feel good. Mm -hmm. What's your vision? <laughs> Would you prefer that you meet the gentleman in the future? Again, because you're not you're not dating anyone. Right. So in the future, would you, would you prefer that you meet the gentleman first before the kids? Same time. What does that look like? Would you like a phone call? Would you like a FaceTime? Because I recognize that these are your children, too, and you have a right to have mm -hmm. a say in. But... It's true, right? I'm rolling my eyes, but it's the truth. Right. And then so, okay, so for me, what's what's your vision? Would you like me to be on the phone first? Would you like, right? And once you establish those things early on, it makes it so much easier to implement when you get to that point. True. So six months from now, when you are dating someone, it's going to be, okay, well, remember when we discussed such and such and such, right? So we're at that point. This is David. Would you like to hop on the phone with him just so you could feel more confident that this guy will potentially be around our children? So try to carve out whatever that agreement is. I'm going to try. Try to carve it out. Well, we can have that conversation again. Mm -hmm. So it was already had. Yes. Okay. And but there was like? no timeline, no time frame, nothing put in place. It was kind of a sour conversation, to be honest. Mm -hmm. I just stepped away from it. Yeah. Bring it back now because sour now is going to avoid confrontation later. I'd much okay. rather sour and uncomfortable than potential confrontation. True. Um, and so if you can use or leverage a good time, a good moment, um, your baby's next birthday where everyone is smiling and happy and, and as we're cleaning up and we're packing up and we're, mm -hmm. you know, sweeping, hey, you know, right? Like something, try to get it on the high, your son's football game and he scored a touchdown, his first touchdown for the whole season. Oh, we're so excited. Oh, he's grown into such a great young man. I'm really happy about the impact that you've been having on him. And I see what play it up right? right so speaking of which and then transition so if you can kind of use a high it can help to lessen the sourness but rather sour now than confrontation later okay and it doesn't mean it's going to be 100 percent absolved but it can help it can help 
if we bring it back to, but remember back in October, mm -hmm. we talked about this and, right. you, and you said, remember you said six months and you said, and you said you wanted to talk to him first. Are you sure you don't want to? Because I want to be respectful. Right. I want to be respectful of what we discussed. And you said you want to talk. No, I don't want to talk to him first. I'm fine. All right. I understand that and I respect it. Bang. All right, kids. I want to introduce you to David. We're going out for dinner tonight, and and I want to. He's a you know a very special person to me. He's a really good friend. It could it could potentially be more, and so I want you to 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 meet him and tell me what you think, and make them feel empowered as well. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, you are a woman first, and that's mm -hmm. how you became a mother. Right. And that might not be a popular take. It's not people. But try it is to the truth. Fight me all the time in the comments when I say that. I'm like, my gender, my womanhood came first. It doesn't mean that I put that over the decisions that I make for my children. Right. I said, but if you are moving in sync with the things that are of priority in your life, those things, are, it's not going to cause you to disregard your children. Mm -hmm. So I be getting tore up in the comments when I say that. I'm right. like, y'all can just keep fighting because I ain't answering. If you want. Because <laughs> the reason why you're a mom, I'm a mom, is because we are women. women. Right. So that means literally I am a woman first. Mm -hmm. That's how I was able to give birth to my child and your children. Exactly. So we have to leave with that. We want to make sure that they feel heard mm -hmm. and empowered. You'll take what they say into consideration as you make your final decision, just like you do for everything for them. Right. You take into consideration what color dress that they want for the prom, mm -hmm. but you're going to choose whether or not it's a short dress or a long one. Right. You're going to take into consideration that they get their nails done, but you're going to choose French over all the diamonds and the studs. Mm -hmm. You're going to take into consideration where they want to go to school, but you're also going to consider what the tuition is and how much you have to take out versus mm -hmm. what you're paying out of pocket. You are the decision maker. Right. Taking into consideration your children's wants and desires and keeping in mind that they are still children nonetheless. Right. You have the authority and that's it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what is your takeaway? What are you going to walk out of this studio today and do differently in your dating process? Um, the Google number for sure. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because I've had to block some people. So the Google number would help me. Um... And I'm definitely going to pay more attention to the emotional timeline when it comes to um, introductions instead of really being a stickler with it being like a set time. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to do what feels good for myself and him and, you know, and my children in between and just have the proper conversations. I love so. that. So, Shamir, I want to thank you so much for being an amazing guest who has helped, I'm sure, so many women on their dating and relationship journey. Before we wrap up, how can we connect with you, especially if we are a handsome gentleman in the Atlanta area? How can we connect? My Instagram is queen underscore CJ, C-E-E-J-A-Y, and that's how you can connect with me. I read Excellent. all my DMs. Thank you. Thank you so much for being a guest. I really appreciate you. And I'm sure that the audience did as well. So, folks, I hope that you had your own takeaways in regards to keeping safe while you uh, get through this dating process. Or if you're having children of your own and you're in this dating scene, you do have to be very particular. So I mm -hmm. hope that this was helpful. Again, thank you for tuning in for another episode of The Single Season. Please make sure that you check the show notes for any free trainings or advice that I have to offer. But if you realize you need a little bit more than the free, then go ahead to alignwithallison.com so that you can book a consultation. Have a good one. Peace.